It is Sports 845, February 17th, three days after Valentine's Day. How'd you guys do on Valentine's Day? Did you do all right? Yeah, pretty good. Tommy? The huge. The huge. What about you there, Coach? Flowers and candy. Flowers and candy? Mm-hmm. I sent flowers. They got a day late. They I were there a day late. Day late. That's not good, by the way. Yeah, but they left a message saying that they were that it was on them. Yeah. They messed it up. Uh, Super Bowl came and ended. Let me give you one thing. We can talk about the Super Bowl real quick. Um, and Jake Stack is here, by the way. We're going to talk to Jake. Jake's the point guard, uh, uh, quarterback for the Goshen Gladiators, multi-sports star, came over from John S. Burke uh, last year. And Jake's going to tell us what it's been like without having sports due to COVID and then coming back and having sports. It seems like it's all at once. What's up, Jake? What's up? Um, Jake with a Matt Giordano-type response there to start the show. Um, that was but, pretty uh, spot on, too. Spot yeah. on invitation. But uh, I'll tell you this. One thing – let me give you something post-Super Bowl. The Vince Lombardi trophy is a, is a great trophy. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And Tom Brady throwing it from one boat to another. And the woman – whose family makes the trophy, acting like a complete idiot. Oh, my wow. opinion. Like, Come on. Which I, haven't insert, I haven't slept in. in yeah, I haven't yeah. slept in days. Trying I mean, to insert yourself into a... Try to, try to become the story. Yeah. He threw a, a, a trophy, a nice trophy, from one boat to the next. It was caught. And you know what? If it landed in the water, they would have got it. But to say you lost sleep and everything, I mean, she's just trying to become a story. Well, they ought to show us some videos of where the hell the Maxwell Trophy's been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, for Christ's sake, the Stanley Cup. They, they run around pouring so beer guys, all over. Yeah. Them guys get so drunk they lose it. Exactly, yeah. they've lost it. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the Super Bowl, real quick? Go. I mean, what we talked about. I thought it went exactly the way we said it was. Going. Yeah, this side of the table was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I told you, if yeah. if Tom Brady doesn't throw the ball to. The other team, there's a very good chance that they're going to win the game. The offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs was in shambles, and that proved out right. And, you know, it, well, we sat here for two months saying you can't bet against Brady. Yep. And you're stupid if you bet against Brady. Yeah, we and bet of course against, we, we did. We of course we did. At the same yeah. time, how many, how many Tuesdays were we sitting here and you were saying, how do you stop Kelsey? Yeah. How do you stop, you know, Listen, the guys they got? And Todd Bowles, the Todd Bowles showed you that he is a great defensive coordinator and he's, you know, he's just not a very good head coach. Right. And that, you know, they make these guys and they try to push these guys into something they're not, you know, making Bowles a head coach. Um, and and that goes to say the same thing with Eric Bieniemy. We don't know. It's not a knock on Bieniemy that they only scored nine, what, they scored nine points? They in scored the Super- nine. I mean. It's not, a, it doesn't lessen what he's done. No. But it does go to show you that maybe he's an offensive coordinator, not a head coach. Um, listen, coaching didn't come into play. Officiating didn't come oh, into play. Oh, I think it did. You think, you think coaching, coaching on, uh, on campus do. side. Uh, no, I think coaching on the Kansas City side was very poor. I think there were plays to be made there that they, you know, uh, Tampa Bay took everything downfield away, which is their key. And But there were openings underneath. There were players running wide open underneath that they still didn't try to go to. Yeah. They didn't 10-yard them to death at all. So right. I, I think the, uh, the the turf toe is a lot worse than uh, – than, um, they let on. Originally, uh, the oh, I agree. He looked uncomfortable. I agree. Still, I mean, listen, he made some throws I that agree. night. Yeah. Um, that if they were caught, they changed the, they changed the way exactly. the game goes. Exactly. Maybe it's a little closer. Yeah. But, I thought the fact that Brady hit Gronkowski on the first two touchdowns was pretty impressive. They, yeah. Those guys looked like they are very close friends. Yeah. They looked like it was almost set up. I'm going to get you two yeah. or three tonight. Right. Gronkowski's great personality. Brady showed you that if he has one Bud Light, he, you agree that Brady doesn't drink because it looked like yeah. he had a Michelob Ultralight and he was uh, yeah. he would have blown like a 8.6 on the uh, breathalyzer. The guy I, was completely smashed. I saw smashed. An, an interview with Barstool and they were asking Gronk, you know, did you and Brady, you know, go out, do you and Brady go out and party? He said, no, nah, we don't, that's not our, that's not our relationship. Yeah. He goes, when I came into the league, I was 20, he was 32, he was married, he had a kid. He goes, our celebrations are touchdowns and victories. Yeah. He said, so, you know, he goes, no, we, we, don't, we don't really go out and party too much. I think, listen, we'll put a cap on the Super Bowl. Brady was great. He wins his seventh. Um, you could, uh, you can't argue that he's one, not one of the greatest winners in the history of the sport. 
It's history um, of any sport. Of any sport. I mean, Tom Brady, we, we, we've said goat maybe isn't even the correct word. you got to find a stronger word. Um, and they could very well be in the same position next year, depending on free agents. I'll tell you this. If you're a player, and I'll give you a, a, a player like uh, I know uh, – a player that has hasn't won a Super Bowl, like uh, that's JJ been Watt. JJ Watt that hasn't been into a Super Bowl. That's a free agent. I'm sure he's going to take less money to go play with Tom Brady in Tampa than he is to start a career over again, you know, and try and win a title. Because it's almost like the Lakers when Malone and Peyton just wanted to get over there and play with Magic or or, or Jabbar at the end. Uh, I saw some report. I saw. Uh... He's thinking about the Cleveland Browns, which wouldn't be a bad situation no. for him. No. We'll no, see. This, I think the NFL made. this year is going to have a lot of moving parts. Definitely at the quarterback position. Um, uh, I don't know if Deshaun Watson gets moved. It sounds like they're playing. They're both people are being very stubborn. But it looks like if the Jets, let's say the Jets, um, make don't move. don't make a move. Don't make a move. I think they draft Zach Wilson with the second pick, and Sam Darnold is trade bait. I really believe that. I do not think they're going to stick with Darnold. I think he's played his last game in New York. Yeah, I mean, and his, his, his contract you're going is friendly to get... enough that if you have to keep him, it doesn't kill you for another year either. Right. And there's been interest. And that's my point. There's been interest. There's so many quarterbacks, so many teams of need of need in need of quarterback, it's the right time to move Darnold, even if he was okay last year, if you could get something better. I mean, we saw Stafford moved already. There's talk Garoppolo could go back to New England. Um a lot of teams need a quarterback. Chicago's a mess. The Saints, do they trust Taysom Hill? On one, on more than one television service, I've seen like 18 quarterbacks could be changing teams yes. this year. Yeah. yeah. 18 between, teams could have. Yeah. I mean, if you guys start in, yeah. have different Crazy. starters. If you year. could get a late first round pick for Sam Darnold, you do it and you draft Zach. Well, I like Zach Wilson a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you're just coming in with a rookie quarterback. So they have money to spend, though. Yeah, and they, they could bring and in I, someone maybe for a year. They could take a flyer on it, someone. It's funny. I don't know if the bloom is off the rose with Tua, but I don't know what the people in Miami think of Tua. I Watching him, I was not impressed in not one game he played. Were you? No. I, I Again, he was injured, and I thought they took baby steps. He you know he wasn't there for a while. They had to look, be really uh, careful with the, with the playbook. They narrowed it down. I mean, so, his, his, every pass he threw was an eight-yard slant. And, and there I don't was think nothing. They adjusted the offense to what he's capable of doing either. So, Dick, you were saying about Tua, they didn't change the offense enough for for Tua and everything like that. I just didn't see a number four or five pick out there that you know where they tank for Tua. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you compare him with Herbert, who was the offensive rookie of the year. Um, and you see what other guys are doing, uh, Allen. I just can't see, and I could be dead wrong. I can't see Tua reaching that level. I, I don't think he's. I, I, even in college, I wasn't sold. I thought Hertz was a better quarterback at the college level. Tua was much more athletic, and then Hertz got you know he, he had that bad game and he was a little banged up. And Saban went to him. He shined. You know, he listen. He's a, he's a super athletic kid. Yeah. So. But I think if things fall the right way, Miami would pull the trigger and, you know, oh, obviously we're talking about Deshaun Watson, too. Yeah, yeah but, but only for Deshaun Watson, though, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Just to, pull, well, I don't know. I don't know Stafford's who's going to be. Out. Stafford's out. For Ryan? I, I don't know if they would go Tua for Matt Ryan only no, because I of the age. The yeah. age. I and mean, I, Flores I, is building a young team there. And I don't think he's going to go the other way, wanting to take someone in the draft, unless he can get Trevor. Who has a higher upside, Sam Darnold or Tua? That's hard to say. That's my but question. Tua's been in, uh, Darnold's been in the league. But he has years. had he's had yeah, nothing around but him. But he's been in the league three years. Right. Tua had seven games. I understand. Games. Who, and I'm asking you, who has the higher ceiling? Well, You're a GM right now. I mean, I, I'd have to lean just lean towards Tua because he's so much more athletic, and and Darnold's an athletic kid, but he he's he's much more athletic. Um, I think you could you could do stuff around him that Darnold wouldn't be able to do. And Darnold over the last three years has shown he's a little bit injury prone. You know, he keeps getting banged up every season. Well, he's, he's got, got nothing. I mean, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And, that's, and I think Tua – That's is, a tough call. I think Tua's going to go through a career with injuries just because of his size. Yeah, and the just way he runs. Size, and you know, the, the, the yeah. bigger story in the NFL 
is the possibility of Sir Russell Wilson being available. That's that's hard to believe. I mean, well, it's not hard to believe. Superstars eventually want out. You know, his wife is a whatever. She is a singer. She's a singer. Yeah. I mean, Seattle's not exactly New York City or LA. Yeah, unless you're a grunge singer and she doesn't look like she's gonna be singing for Pearl Jam. Yeah, but if if it goes to Indianapolis, she thinks she's gonna really love Indianapolis. Well, I don't know if it's Indianapolis. I yeah, think the or, car, then where's he gonna go? I don't know. But well, I think was, Russell Wilson talk, could go so wherever he wants Russell to go. Russell Wilson to New York. There was also talk of the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders know. going to Vegas would be perfect for, yeah. for his family life. Yeah. Right? His wife can go yeah. and do a show in Vegas. I think in the coming weeks, we'll see a lot of musical chairs with the quarterbacks. And, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, you know, just real quick with the NFL draft, the uh, it, it changes every day. But if the Giants come out of the draft with uh, Kyle Pitts, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. I think they got to go offensive. I think they got to get one of the three big wide receivers or Pitts. If they don't get that, it's not the end of the world to get an edge rusher. But right. you know, I think I think, they, I think they get one of those four guys. Where are they pick, pick eleven. Eleven. All right, listen. You I think, think Pitts is there. Yeah, I do. I think Pitts or Waddle, one of them will be there. One of them's okay. going to be there. One okay. of them will be there. Okay. And, and Pitts, you know what? Pitts can do some things that Waddle can't. And you still have Ingram on a one-year deal. Move bumping Evan Ingram out to a big wide receiver. Well, that's what I'm does saying. Does not hurt you, right? As you long know, as the uh, you know, or moving Pitts out to a slot receiver, yeah. right? You know, I mean, kind of the thing. problem with Ingram as a receiver is he doesn't catch. Yeah. The he gets ball. open though, so yeah, that's helpful. So that's the NFL. Let's go to the NBA real quick, Dick. Um, are the Utah Jazz the best team in the NBA? The twenty-three and five. Well, I, I think uh, uh, Anthony Davis's injury is going to probably dictate that more than anything there. Okay. I, I just, you know, I just, if everybody's healthy, I think they win it. I just. Uh, the Lakers. And, yeah, and I'm not a fan. No. I'm not a fan, but I think Utah has never gotten past the first round with the with this collection here, as far as I know, you know, and I did a little study on it, and uh, they haven't gotten by the first round. And that's, that's. Uh, that's a, that next step is difficult in the NBA. That yeah, sometimes it takes, yeah. takes two or three runs. And, and now, see the Lakers. Playoffs. Even if the Lakers rest Davis till the end, as a five seed or a six seed, they can still win it. There's no home court advantage. Right. Right. No, if, I agree with they you. Play the talent's going to win out. at home. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a. I, and I, I'm not even sure that Utah is the best. I, I, the more I watch the Nuggets, the more I like them. I think the Joker. I don't he's had some week. Boy, he's had enough respect. He's had a. He's had a. He watched them. He's had a great. He's had a great week. He had a fifty and a forty triple doubles. I'll tell you this. He doesn't even have to score to make the people around him better. Just rebound and make them passes that he makes and understand things. I'll tell you this: when the Knicks signed Tom Thibodeau to be their head coach, I expected them to be a lot better. I expected him to make players better. Yeah. I did not expect him to turn Julius Randle into a into a Bernard King. He's a monster. I agree. I mean, playing like a monster yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. And Randle gives all the credit to Tom to, Thibodeau. To Thibodeau. You know, Thibodeau holds you to the fire. Last year was a wasted season, or the year before with Fizdale. These guys have improved, and there's no room for error. The one knock on Thibodeau is if you. If you have a few bad practices or you don't get back on yeah, defense, yeah, you're yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, Look at the dog Kevin, Kevin yeah. Knox has been in the doghouse. I don't for a even while. know where he is. I I, I watched the game. Well, I don't even see him and anymore. And at one no. point, he's, he's, he's like very well. Yeah. and now he's yeah. but not but not but you see what Thibodeau's hammer was? I like Kevin very much, and he can knock down threes. But I can't let his other guy score 18 points when he's. You well, know. that's him giving him a little. That that's him letting him know you're not completely out of the rotation. Right. You need to come and work hard, and I'll get you back in. Quickly has been an absolutely phenomenal. Awesome. He's a spark off the bench. Mm-hmm. The trade for Derrick Rose is a is a very good move by the Knicks. Now, let's we talked a little bit about this before the show. You got guys like Bradley Beal, Zach Levine mm-hmm. that could be available. Do they make the Knicks better? Absolutely. They're going to make any team better. You don't better. want to give up. But you cannot much. gut the team. Right. right now the Knicks sit at basically 500. It's an expanded playoff thing. I think playoffs for a young team will help. Uh, I know I've always said mediocrity in the NBA is the worst place you could be. Right, but you, know you what? don't get a good pick. You right. Don't, you don't end up winning anything. Right. But you know what? For this team, it is. And if 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 a guy like Victor Oladipo is going to cost me one of my first-round picks, maybe I do it. But I'm not giving – and again, it's not a knock on Bradley Beal. I'm not trading them Barrett, two number ones this year, and a number one the following year for Bradley Beal. I'm just not doing it. He's an excellent player. He's an upgrade. But 
I just can't you're, do you're it. Mortgage in the future for for a second round exit in the playoffs. Right. That's what you do. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, but uh, you know, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, they're awaiting word on whether or not he has to have surgery, and if he does, he could be out for an extended period of time. I would move something for Andre Drummond. Drummond's playing well, and you know what? He's a better rim protector. He's a better offensive player than Mitchell Robinson. And for right now, if I can get Drummond on a one-year deal, you might get that second-round exit in the playoffs right. and, with and an Andre and Drummond. He adds a toughness to the team. Right. And Drummond's not an old player either. He's a young guy. He's got a lot of mileage on him, but he's yeah. not old. And right. he's from the area. Then you can look. If you get him on a one-year deal, then you can look to use an exemption on him. There's a lot of routes you can go. Yeah. You can use him in a trade. Yes. But the, those are. But Derek Rose is going to help this team. Why? Because he wants to be there. Yeah. He loves Tibbs. And Derek Rose can teach. Derrick Rose could take on that Chris Paul role. He good basketball left. He does. He's, he's not He's not the MVP, Derrick Rose, but no, of he's course not. still a very – But you know what? And he's one of the few players they have on the team that can get to the rim still. Absolutely. He can get to the rim. He and can do he, things in the paint, not only score, but pass, and, and he makes free throws. He's uh, – And look at the last three or four games that Rose has been playing with the team. Not only is he doing you – know, you know, getting you 16 and 5 – He's also made quickly – he's getting quickly open for shots that quickly likes. He's a very uh, – Rose is an in, intelligent player. Very good. And like you said, he's he's probably the first point guard the Knicks have had in a long time that when you need a basket, Rose can take it to the rim. Right, right. And that's the big difference. Yes. He can create for himself as well as for yeah. everybody else. But do you agree with me as far as the Knicks trades? Yeah, I do. But I think Drummond, even if, if they got – without giving up the ship now, for on a one-year deal, he's a better – He's better than uh, everything Robinson, Robinson does. Yes, he's he's better at, at all three phases of the game. Yes, better than Robinson. Yes. So yes, I mean they immediately get better, yes. and and I don't think he interferes with what Randall does at all. No, he can step out on the floor as both of them can step out on the floor and shoot the ball. So and the other thing this Robinson injury does, and it's about time we see this, we find out exactly what Obi Toppin yeah. is. Right, because now yeah. he's got yes. to come into play. Yeah. And the fact that Toppin runs around the three point line drives me nuts. You're crazy. And yeah. I, you know what? There's something there because Tibbs is too smart to allow that. Mm -hmm. So there's something we're missing. But Toppin's got to start showing you something because quickly is their best player they've got in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Toppin needs to start getting some three second violations. He yeah. needs to plant himself yeah. in the in the and paint and make the referees tell him to get the hell out. Put the there. ball on the floor two or three yeah. times and get to the rim because yep. that's where he's he's in air. He, he plays in the air. That's his strength. Yep, that's his strength. Yeah, he's got to be around the rim. For all the things Doctor J did, his best thing was in the air. That was his game. In the, Elgin Bell, same way. Whatever they did was in the air. They, they, and, and that's I, how they played. And I'll tell you another thing. Dayton was probably the best passing team in college basketball last year. I'll go with that. And Toppin needs a creative point guard that can get him the ball. I think that's another reason they brought and Rose. They brought him Rose. Because Rose could make Toppin better. Absolutely. Toppin needs the ball at a certain spot, and I think Rose is smart enough to know that. I you know? so, yeah. But Toppin's out. also got to get smarter, and he's got to understand what the hell his role is starting to become on this team. We're, we're, that, we're getting to that point, that's and he's got to start understanding Thibodeau a little bit too. Yeah. You know, Well, that's not going to be – you know, that's going to be easy to figure out. Thibodeau's winning. Uh, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying he's either going to get on the boat or, or drown, one yeah. or the other. That's that's what's going to happen. Uh, the Magic uh, – Evan Fournier is a good player. He could be – you know, there's a guy that could help the Knicks – you know, when we talked last week or the week before, Tommy, you brought up J.J. Redick. Right. I'll take Evan Fournier over Redick because Fournier is younger and Fournier could still knock down the shot. That. And I don't think you'd have to give up quite as much. As, as opposed to Redick. Yes. There's, there's, yeah. Well, the, and the money, and the, and the money and the Fournier money. Fournier is signed. Yeah. And the, the money's not crazy. Um, just go around the league real quick. Phoenix is playing good basketball, 17-9. You yep. mentioned the Nuggets, Jokic. Uh, the Trailblazers all of a sudden. It's not just Damian Lillard. Carmelo Anthony's found the fountain of youth a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, Melo's just – he found his niche there, and he's uh, he's not trying to do too much. And what's his name? Not getting enough credit either. It was Chris Paul for – Phoenix, a, absolutely. For who, Phoenix. for who he is. He's turned that – he's giving them – he's going to give them – seven or eight wins that they wouldn't have had without him. Here's the team that's going to implode. And you could say to me, Darren, it's not going to work. But this is where the Knicks have a shot. You're going to say it's not going to work because they didn't get along. But Carl Anthony Towns is going to get sick of playing in Minnesota. He's too good of a player. I think he's sick of it already. He's too good of a player to be on a team that's going to win 10 games again. Right. You know, that team has talent. They went out. They got D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley. They got Anthony Edwards in the draft. Anthony Towns, now his problem is staying healthy. But Anthony Towns went healthy as a superstar. 
if he gets frustrated, the Knicks, that's why they're saving this money to absorb something like that. Yeah, but Thibodeau couldn't get along with him I, in Minnesota. I, I understand know, that. I said he was a dog in Minnesota. Yeah, but you know? maybe things change. Oh, well. Maybe things change. Um, you know, there's a lot going on. Uh, for me, I, I, I think the Nets are still the wild card. The, I think the Nets, if things play out, the Nets are in the finals. They I just can't three, get them three guys on the floor at the, the same time. The problem is what Dick said, and you never know when Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Did you see him, his post game the other day? We lost because of the officials. We lost because of this. Right. We lost. Nothing was his fault. No, nothing was the team's fault. I, I think it's just way too much talent. What they win? They won by 11. They're averaging 130. Yeah, they're giving up 130. 131. They're, yeah, I think they're giving up a little less. So it's 128 now. Yeah. So they're scoring 130. They're giving up 128. I mean, I could see them going that route. Um, the NBA is going to get very interesting. We got a few teams on pause. COVID's starting to show that in the NBA. But, um, you know, again, if I would have said to you, Dick, yeah. we're 30 games into the season yeah. and the New York Knicks are going to be 500 with the schedule they've yeah. played. They have a they have a favorable schedule. I have them at nineteen and seventeen at the end of the month, and I'd sign for that any day. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is a team that's improving each game. No, and it's a it's a good brand of basketball to watch. Finally, yeah, right. It's been tough to watch the Knicks and the They're going back. They're you know they're the number three or four ranked defensive team. Yeah, that's what's something. The, you, the and they're not even good yet. What's the they're not even good defensively yet? The surprise for the Knicks? No, in the NBA. The surprise for me in the NBA is one: the Knicks are fifteen and fourteen and fifteen. Yeah. Um, what's the surprise? The surprise to I'm me. Throw mine out there. I'm, I'm going to tell you that the Dallas Mavericks thirteen go. and fifteen, right. and thank God the Knicks didn't make any move for Russell Westbrook right. because what he's done in Washington, the Wizards, or the, whatever they're called, with Bradley Beal and and guys. Russell Westbrook are on a winning streak, and they're ten games under five hundred. Yeah. You know. The Celtics thirteen and thirteen, but they'll be fine. They've yeah. had some injuries. We got a call. Who do we have? Hey, this is Sports Eight Four Five. Yes, this is the self-proclaimed greatest assistant high school basketball coach of all time. Oh, how you doing, John Dombrowski? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? By the way, I saw on Facebook that's a lovely photo of you and Zach Foley. Or is that your newborn? <laughs> that was harsh. That was harsh, coach. <laughs> He's got longer shorts. Um, <laughs> North Carolina defeated Duke. And, you know, it, you could sit there, John, and say that neither team – Carolina right now, according to Lenardi, is a 12 seed. Duke is not in the tournament. But no matter what happens, those two teams get together and you had a four-point game. It was a great game in Cameron, but Carolina wins that one. Um, your thoughts on Duke real quick. Are they? It, is there a run in this team? Uh I mean, their schedule favors them, yes. I think with uh, Mr. Jalen Johnson leaving, putting on his team might be the best thing possible for this team. So, you know, I'm being hopeful, optimistic, but, you know, uh, it's been a terrible year. I hope it it can't get over soon enough. We don't deserve to be in any kind of postseason play. But, uh, you know, um, we're almost to March, so that makes me excited for everything even though my team will not be uh, probably most likely participating. But we'll see. You never know. Crazier things have happened. John, I got but, you on uh, the phone. We have Jake Stack in studio. We're going to talk to Jake in a minute. But you're an assistant coach, the self-proclaimed uh, greatest assistant coach to uh, <laughs> to uh, Mike Tagney. Um, I don't know. You know, it's a short season. I don't know if you guys got your new kids on the block outfits on and stuff like that. But we've, you're, been, you're, uh, we've been dressed. Yeah, we, you know, not nothing like the, uh, the shirt. Hi, new kids on the block look like from a few years back. But, you know, we're, I think we're dressed to impress uh, oh. for the, uh, you know, millions of fans out there watching us on, on the streaming okay. uh, services. John, you're, you're, you're two and one. You lost a tough game to Minnesink. What's the Goshen Gladiators like this year? Uh, we are we're going we're bringing back old school. Uh, I know with Co- when Coach Dagny took over the program, we became this kind of shoot the three and uh, you know been down the court. But we've kind of embra- gone back to old school, kind of back when I played a little bit. You know the bruise are rough and tough. Uh, defense wins first, and defense will generate offense. And you know, like you said, we won. Uh, we're two and one. We had a shot to win against a very good menacing team the other night or the other the other day you know it didn't happen but uh i'd say after three games in a very weird short season i think we're i think we're very happy where we are our defense definitely has been uh much better than the past 
few years. And, uh, you know, Jake is our leader on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, you know, our kids feed off of what he brings out on the court. So it, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been fun so far. John, let me ask you a question for the people that are listening. And the and what is the story with the high school basketball season? Started and it ends real quick. What's the story? Is there a playoff? Is it, no. There, so there. We are, our last game is Saturday, a week from Saturday. We play Monticello, and that is it. Um, I've been told nothing otherwise. No ifs, ands, or buts. You know, fall season starts March first. Doesn't matter if we go. We we have thirteen games scheduled. Uh, with the snow is not helping us, and um, you know I don't know if we'll get all 13 in, but we were told that's it, no playoffs. So it's kind of you know we're playing, everybody's playing for pride, and uh, seeing other schools, and obviously when we practice and now we're in games, you know everyone's just excited to be back out on the court. It's been way too long. Uh, everyone's giving it their all. Um, all the programs. Tell us a little bit about person. your. Tell us a little bit about your team. Give us your starting five and some key players. Talk to us a little bit. Uh, we got you. Obviously, we've got Jake Stack. He's our only really returning uh, player from last year. Uh, he's our floor general. He's our, our lone captain. So that speaks for itself. He, uh, you know, he can lead us in scoring. He, he'll dive on the ball. He'll dive on the ground for a loose ball. He'll pa- he'll make some uh, passes. He'll lead our offense. Um, I'd say he's probably averaging about ten points a game. Uh, then we had Tyson Clark, who's a freshman. Um, of the Clark family. His sister is a junior, I believe, on the girls' team, and he had an older sister who was a stud soccer player for Goshen back in the day. Uh, he's a freshman, like I said. He's about six foot, six foot one, very smooth, uh, very basketball knowledgeable, and uh, his future is very bright. He scored 25 the other night against Minnesink, and I think 21 against Warwick, but he distributes the ball very well. Uh, then we have we're very young after Jake, um, you know we have okay. So you're good. Back. So you, you you're yeah. young and and I guess in this season every game is really a practice. So you're building towards next year when uh you know hopefully as you say on the QT you have the head coaching job finally, and uh, <laughs> I think I think that's great. You know, but uh, yeah, it, I, it, it's it's great. It, it took it took a while to get here, but you know, like I said. Everybody that's getting out on the court is happy to be there. We're all happy to be there back coaching. The officials are excited to be officiating again. It's, it's a very good – it's quick, but it's, it's been a great experience so the, far the, the, the team that I heard is, is very good is Monticello. We're going to have Chris Russo on next week. I heard the, the Panthers are very good. What type of COVID protocols – I obviously, I understand there's no fans in the gym. The players aren't wearing masks, are they? No, we are. We, you are? are. The players okay. wear masks, yep. And uh, they got to keep it over their mouth and nose. And there was a couple times in the Warwick game where the officials had to stop and tell the kids to put the mask back over. You know, everyone just following protocol. You know, everybody gets temperature checked before every practice, every game, officials, trainers, coaches, et cetera. You got to go through the questionnaires and everything like that. So everyone's taking the proper steps of doing the right thing to making this thing work and go through its entirety without getting shut down. Because that was the biggest threat also, besides yeah. Just know that somebody was going to pop up and uh, everything was just going to get shut down right away. Well, John, I appreciate the call. And, um, hold Dick, on, Dick nephew, nephew, nephew. Hey, what's up? Good looking. Keeping in mind that I'm still an assistant coach at two high schools. Uh, you want to self-proclaim <laughs> yourself again? or? You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How the boys? Very good luck. How the boys? Everybody's good. Good. Everybody's All right. good. All right. I'll talk right, to you. Guys, a lot. John Dombrowski, assistant coach at Goshen. And you know what? Before we get to college basketball, Jake, let's talk to you now. Um, Jake, um, first of all, thanks for coming in. You transferred from Burke to Goshen. Yeah, that's correct. And you transferred. Um, I know you had left a lot of good people at Burke, a lot of good mm-hmm. friends and stuff like that. Um, are, are you happy at Goshen right now? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm very happy. I was actually extremely lucky because I did attend Goshen for eight years from mm-hmm. kindergarten through eighth grade. So I still had a bunch of my friends over at Goshen. Yeah, I mean, Goshen. He Goshen. did have the best position coach in the business last year, too, <laughs> by the way, when he was a starting cornerback. So. <laughs> but Just to put I, it out there. But you, yeah, exactly. But, you, but I mean, it's not like you went from a, a totally different area. You know people at both schools, mm-hmm. obviously. But, you know, Goshen brings some opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you want to – first, let's talk basketball. Is right. basketball, what's your favorite sport? 
Uh, I enjoy playing football more. I think, especially, I mean, COVID affects it, but like just the atmosphere of football games, just unlike any other. So it's, it's yeah, I, I would say football. Definitely. Football. Now, Jake, you you're not speaking for every athlete here. You're speaking for yourself. You you obviously you're you're in shape. You've been watching some sports on TV, but it's got to be incredibly difficult not to be able to participate in anything until just recently. What'd you do? to stay in shape? What'd you do in to, you know, to, uh, further your craft? Oh, I mean, yeah, it was heartbreaking. Like it's no one else has ever had to go through something like this, but it's, we have to be optimistic about it and just hopeful that we'd have a season and you can't, we would, I know myself and my teammates, you put in our head that like, if, if we don't train every single day and then that season comes, we won't be prepared. So we train day in, day out for both football and basketball, just hoping we have a season and it's looking like we're gonna have both. So it's, Turned out pretty good. Well, I know you guys were fortunate, especially during the, the late fall into the early winter, that there was some outside stuff going on mm-hmm. away from the, the uh, scholastic atmosphere. There were some local uh, venues that were seven allowing, on sevens. That were allowing yeah. you guys to get down and play. So I, I, you guys took full advantage of that, um, which should be beneficial for the upcoming season. Yeah, we got we to gotta play every single week, seven on seven, against a number of teams, seven to eight teams around the county. And we ended up playing – in the playoff and championship and Goshen, my team ended up winning the whole thing. So it was, it was pretty yeah, fun. I saw you guys pick that off now. And that's, in that scenario, like, that was strictly players only, mm-hmm. right? Like the coaches weren't allowed to be there. I know all the rules and being a coach. Yeah, no, there was no coaches allowed at all. So besides really had to just bring the team Let's together, just, draw up the plays and everything. It's so. a stupid question. Why weren't the coaches allowed to be there? If, if the kids are, are there, I mean, seriously, why wouldn't the coaches be allowed there? I, I think the feeling was with there. There was a movement. Remember, early on we had talked about yeah, this, but just, that well, there was a movement to bring the coaches in. Once they start recognize that we could, the coaches couldn't be doing anything with them on the school fields. It kind of looked like you were going behind their back and. But forget and, yeah, going behind their back. I just don't get it. If the kids are there, what's the difference if they're learning from? They're learning from someone. For starters, the coach could become liable in that situation. Suppose yeah. these kids get sick. All right, that's the answer. That, and that's okay. pretty much so the no one, one parent had to say that it was organized by the coach. Thank you. That, there, goes, there you go. That answered my yeah, question. Well, who's to say that it really wasn't a school function? Yeah. Okay. Once the coach gets there, the right. school coach gets there, it technically becomes a school well, function, let, even let if let it's off school grounds. explain this to you. For most of my coaching career, I couldn't coach any out-of-season team that had more than two of my players on it. Right, you guys weren't allowed to coach right. like AAU. Right. We couldn't um, do any of that. Right. Travel baseball. None now these guys basically take their whole teams, right. and I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of myself. Yeah. We we go play baseball. We take the whole team. Okay, right? we go seven on sevens. We take the whole team. All right. Some of league teams were coached by non-coaches. They were uh, somebody's parent who thought could control them. Or yeah, all right. So you, you answered the question, and that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> I get it, Jake. Um, uh, John just talked a little bit about the basketball team. You're two and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the point guard. You've played well. Uh, the knock on you, and, and, and when people tell me the knock on stack is, it's it's actually a compliment. You're too unselfish. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you almost have to be more selfish. Do you think about that at all in the games? Do you need that? I've watched you play a few times, mm-hmm. several times, and I leave the game saying, "Damn it, Stack should shoot the ball more." Are you more of a distributor? Do you want to distribute more than shoot the ball? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've had, and that it's not comment. a knock. I'm no, not. no, yeah, I've had people say that to me since fourth, fifth grade when I started playing organized basketball. It's just like I'm just the type of player. I don't know it's because I play quarterback or football, but I, 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 I don't know. I just I like passing the ball, and I'm okay with walking around, walking off the court with 15 assists and four points. It's just the only but there's times I think it's a detriment mm-hmm. where you got to start shooting the ball more. And I'm sure your coach is probably oh, no, employing you the that. same thing. Yeah, I've heard that multiple times before. I mean, it's whatever it really takes for a team to win, and I, I yeah. sure as hell like to pass the ball. Obviously, so. you like to win. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're very good at passing the ball. My thing would be, I think you just need to. I think you're more valuable to the team doing what you're doing, but also taking advantage of some open shots. Cause what's going to happen is teams are going to leave you open knowing you're not going to shoot the ball. Mm. And I, and you're a good shooter. Mm. Tommy, yeah, no, you've watched some play. Do you agree? Uh, yeah. And I think that's what hurt us last year. You know, being part of the program last year, we had him and Matt and um, they're both very similar and they want to give up the ball. And so these guys are passing. And then there's guys that shouldn't be shooting the ball mm. are hoisting up threes because these guys are finding the open guy, but he shouldn't even be near the ball. And one of those two should have probably took the shots. Yeah, there's a lot of times I, I thought you Jake should have. I just trigger. think that is the most ridiculous comment in all athletic sports that the guy is so un, 
completely unselfish. That that is wrong. Would you say LeBron James is un, completely unselfish in what he does? I think LeBron's an unselfish player and still averages a, a triple. Yeah, he takes his, he takes a shot. I, I think sometimes these guys feel that they shouldn't they shouldn't shoot because people are going to look at him and go, "Oh, he took fifteen shots." Well, he probably should take 15 shots. But by the shots. same token, I'm sure if the game was on the line, he would do something in oh. terms of that. And if he's content with walking off with four points and 15 and they win the game, well, that's Well, there's the a bottom. difference that, between that, winning that, and losing. I, I agree with you 100% just, on that. Uh, I, there's See, no such thing as being unselfish. I wish, I wish I had 12 unselfish kids on my team, and you don't ever have that. But. You see, I played for Dick, yeah. and I would be 0 for 12, yeah, yeah. and Dick yeah. would say Kunis, yeah. and I'd yeah. say, Dick, I'm yeah. starting yeah. to feel it on the 13th yeah. shot. Yeah. But uh, shooting the ball was never my issue. Yeah. Jake, you're a very good player. Tell us about the team. Uh, yeah, like Coach Dombrowski said, we have a very young team. I'm the only senior in the starting lineup, and even uh, a couple of players off the bench are juniors, and so, uh, juniors actually. So we're a pretty solid team, and we do start on a defensive end that uh, has been boosting little our different. offense. But, yeah, definitely. Because you yeah. don't have that guy, that the Foley, the Lutz, Lutz that could yeah. shoot the three. I know, yeah, I've been watching tags and varsity teams since fifth grade. We've always kind of been, mm-hmm. like, shoot it or die, really. And mm-hmm. the, it's really changed this year, but it's been two and two and one, so it's working out at least so far. So there's, there's a lot more slashers in the building right now. Yeah. Justin Hannibal, who did play up on varsity last year with Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, I know coach kind of I don't know how much I haven't seen enough of the games, but Justin's starting, correct? Yeah, yeah, Justin. Yeah, so and he's a very good player like Tyson Clark. Um, they're very similar. Tyson's probably a little better shooter from the perimeter. Um, you got Luke Mikuleski. I I mean I I got a chance to coach Luke the previous two years. Um, he's a sophomore. He's a big kid. He's like 6'3", 6'4", mm-hmm. and he's a big body. He could shoot a little bit, but we need him in the low post. So, yeah. um, You know, and I'm kind of glad that the coaching staff has gone back to getting the ball in the paint and mm-hmm. to the rim that way. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. To me, that's a better brand of basketball. I got so tired of watching kids toss threes. Uh, if, you have, if you have one or two kids on your team that could shoot threes, you got a pretty good team. But when everybody has a license to shoot them, you got to now. You have a problem. You Dick, don't have a team. You have more of a problem than you do have a team. Dick, there was an NBA game the other night. I want to say it was the Warriors and someone yeah. else. Do you know how many field goal attempts were threes? It was a record. Ninety-three yeah. shots were three-point uh, attempts. How, how, that, that we got so to take a break. We'll be watch. right back. Man. We got two great pizzas here by uh, one of our sponsors, Napoli Pizza, right on Route Six in uh, Slate Hill. You want to go over to Napoli Pizza, especially since sports is back. You can't go into the gym. Maybe you could, uh, you know, watch the games on Twitter. What's the uh, Twitter feed or for all these people, Tommy, to watch the games? So right now you can go a lot. If you go to National Federation of High School Sports, a lot of the schools are live feeding it right through there. And they are offering, if you sign up for an account, they're offering the rest of the season free. And then going forward, they're in discussion for a very minimal fee starting in the fall. So National Federation of High School Sports, uh, that website, and then also like Warwick is running it off of a YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube, so there's and a slight charge high- for it. Right now, everything's free. Okay, everything's free. They're working out the kinks. Next year, there'll probably be a small. Next year, hopefully, thing. you have fans in the stands. You're, you're, there's no reason right. in the world no, why I you agree. can't when football season comes. And by the way, Napoli Pizza right on Route Six, the best pizza in the county, right by Minnesota Valley High School. But uh, again. When you have a football field and you're outdoors and you have a facility like Goshen, there should be able to put there. There's no reason why you can't put 80 people there, separate them, and watch the game. Yeah, I mean, it's well, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you know, we 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 were like last year with the opening of the new stadium. I mean, almost every night we were packed. So right, you can't pack almost it. Two thousand people, yeah. and the Warwick game was probably yeah 3,500. There was standing room only. Yeah, you can't pack it, but you should have people there. Let's talk more with Jake here. And each week we'll have a different athlete on. Jake, you said you like football better. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you have a football – what are you doing now? You have basketball. I mean, you had no sports for a while, and now you're jam-packed. What's your day like as the quarterback and the point guard? What is practice – your practice schedule like? Give me – I mean, what's it like? Oh, I mean, first of all, I have online school usually, so I got to sit at home on the computer doing my school. But then I usually – Head to the school, go to a basketball practice, wait 30 minutes in between, and go to a football practice. And then, unfortunately, I have to get like a late night workout at the gym. So it's it's pretty hectic and tiring. But so it's all at once right now. And what's a football practice like? You got snow on the ground. What's what's going on with football? So we're in the gymnasium. So it's like it, it's not terrible. It's not too much conditioning or anything like that. But it's it's just it's 
it's uh, yeah, you guys are with it, the yeah. COVID protocol. You guys are limited on the number of kids yeah, that can be in the gym. Yeah, everyone's got to wear a mask. It's, yeah. You can't really touch the like too many touch the balls. Yeah, you got to yeah. wipe them down. If you do use the ball, it's got to yeah. be wiped down in between yeah, any plays. So you, you're kind of like running a play without the balls. You're doing a lot of on-air stuff. Mm-hmm. So now it's a new coaching staff. What yep. do you think of the new coaching staff? Oh, uh, they're awesome. I, I love all the coaches so far. I, they definitely know a lot about football and more than most coaches I've ever had in my life. So it's, it's really awesome. I tend to, I really learn something new each practice. But Fantastic. Them, yeah. What type of team are you guys going to be? It's been, and I don't know if you know the answer yet, but you know, in, we all had kids that played in the program and it was, you know, basically air Coriel offense. Yeah, is it going to, no, it's definitely not air raid this year. We're, we're, we're still flipping back and forth between offenses. So we're not hundred percent sure, but we're definitely trying to, Stick to the run game to start. Open up the pass game. We're not going to head right into the pass game. So, I now, mean, yeah, you have Bernie Conley there running the offense now. Mm-hmm. So, just knowing how Bernie has coached in the past, you're probably going to see some kind of cross between that Both. early Monroe offense and the Cornwall offense, where they were, uh, you know, a shotgun team, right? I'm, I'm assuming most yeah, shotgun. They'll be shotgun. It'll be a spread type offense, running out of a spread formation and with a heavy dose of the run. Though. Um, so you did work with your receivers. Um, are you going to be playing both sides of the ball? Uh, I'm not too sure right now. I mean, we, uh, I could play DB just depending on if our players are healthy or not. I mean, okay. hopefully I don't have to, but if, it, if that's what I got to do for the team, then I'll do whatever. Can I ask you a question? How many, have any kids opted out? Uh, no, I think only one kid. I know he's got, I think one of his parents had cancer or something. So he's kind of worried about okay, the season. Okay. Everyone else uh, okay. has been really hundred percent committed so yeah. far. So. Gotcha. Um, who's the backup quarterback? Uh, Ryan McGovern. He's also okay. my grade, too. Oh, okay. And um, do you know your schedule yet, the football schedule? Yeah, so I think we have six regular season games, and what, have I, what I have heard so far is that the top two teams in the division will play in the section championship. No playoffs, no state playoffs. But just a section title. A section champion will be named. What teams are on your schedule? Um, so we open up with our home field against Minnesink. Okay. Finally, we go Warwick. And then week three, we go Cornwall. So it's tough. First Cornwall three games. Comes, I think Cornwall's no, we go at Cornwall. Oh, back to originally, Cornwall. it was supposed to be home. Now we have to You're play. You're not going to play at Cornwall. Like they'll move that game. They'll be soon. That's still in March? Yeah, that yeah, feels going to be. We're supposed to play. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so who else is on the schedule? And then and then we go Saugerties, Walk Hill, and Chester. So Six it's games, all so. conference except for Chester. Yeah, I'm not too sure. How we got Chester? We were originally supposed to play Burke. Walk Hill's not then, on the schedule. No, we have Walker. Sorry, he's Walker to Chester. But so you don't play Burke. No, I was that like, would have been a game to, to yeah. circle on the schedule. Oh uh, yeah, it one. definitely was. I don't know. Then we got our new schedule, and then they took us. They took them off, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I think the way Class A is set up right now, there's six teams in the division, so they'll play five games, and then they have Chester. One. Yeah. I tell you, and we say it every year, and I'm not just saying this because you're here. Goshen should play Burke every year mm-hmm. in football. And they'd sell it out. They, you know, charge for the game. They'd sell it out and put the money to charity. It's a great. I mean, you got two schools that are a mile apart from each other. You play them in basketball. I don't see why you wouldn't yeah. play them in football. It's a missed opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's yeah. the most natural rivalry there is. Yeah, you know, so so that's great. So at least sports is back. How are your grades? Uh, good. I'm gonna finish with. Four O GPA. So four O. Yeah, I'm very bright. Congratulations, National, Arts, yeah, National so Honor Society. And what about college? Where do you want to go to school? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'm still looking. I think I'm gonna end up playing football. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And what schools have you visited? Uh, I got to visit South Regina in Rhode Island, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna visit Susquehanna and uh, Castleton up in Vermont. There's a couple more. I think I'm gonna end up. Castleton's visiting. a nice school. I saw that school. When so I was South Regina. That's South beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Nothing wrong with being on the water. It's the uh, it's the Pepperdine of the Northeast. Yeah, I had a, I had a friend who coached there. Yeah, that was. Uh, but football is something you want to do. Yeah, that's I believe a, so. That's yeah. a priority. I was a little, I wasn't sure, but then talking to my parents, and they just said you don't ever want to look back 20, 30 years from now and regret it. So I yeah. figured I I try. If I don't like it, I could always stop. Yeah. I, I, yeah. See, I see myself. Yeah, playing. you talk about your family. Your 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 uh, your dad was a very good quarterback. Is that why you became a quarterback? Um, yeah, I believe so. I mean, I've always been pretty good. Whenever I pick up a ball, and I always knew how to throw it. So my my dad played quarterback, and my older cousin played quarterback too. So it's kind of. And I know you worked out with Derek quite a bit. Do you yeah, play a cousin. spring two sport? Are you going to play baseball? Or something? Uh, I used to play baseball, and I've, I've said it to a couple of my friends that play baseball as a joke that I might play. Just 
You'll feel right now, yeah. but in, in a couple years when you're like, ah, you go play softball at the field, like, ah, I kind of wish I played. Yeah. So, you know, think about it, do what you want. Yeah. Your sister's a very good soccer player at yeah. Pace. Mm -hmm. Your yeah. other sister's an athlete as well. She's a More, cheerleader. cheerleader. Yeah. We uh, call them, I, I'm just kidding, cheerleader. I love oh, all the cheerleaders. <laughs> I know, I was just looking over your Dick, way. Dick was a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, cheerleading but, uh, is a sport. And yes, your, your, mom, your mom was a cheerleader. Uh, yeah, she was cheerleader. Good. So, so, so you come from an athletic family, and you want to play football in college. That's great. I wish you nothing but the best in basketball. I'd love to be able to get to one of your games. Hopefully, in football, we can. Yeah, it's and uh, I hope you have a great season. Thank you. What quarterback, real quick, do you look at? Do you emulate? Is there a quarterback in Section Nine, or a quarterback in college, or a quarterback in the NFL? Uh, Who do you? Uh, whose game does Jake Stacks resemble? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, my favorite quarterback of all time is probably Marcus Mariota because I'm a big Oregon fan, so watch him back in college. You know, he hasn't had the most successful NFL career. He's back up at the Raiders right now. but Could be on. a good backup quarterback somewhere. Yeah. He might actually get his starting job back. Yeah, he did well when he came in the, yeah. that night that uh, Carr got hurt. Yeah. So Marcus, Marcus Mariota yeah, he's is a Heisman guy. winner. And, and, I don't know. I just, he's, he's an athletic guy, I, I feel like myself, and he can throw the ball, but he can run when he needs to. So mm -hmm. just kind of how I. What about what about uh, in basketball? What point guard? Uh, I'm not too sure. That's that's kind of tough. Uh, I, don't know, I like Chris Paul's game a lot. He, he he's good. I mean, he's he's older now and he's still putting up. How about oh yeah, Luke is awesome. Yeah. Good. Well, Jake, nothing but the best. Stick around if you want. We're going to talk some college basketball. Have another right. slice of pizza, and mm -hmm. we'll get you out of here. Thank you. Tommy, Dick, uh, before we finish with Section 9, you guys have watched a few more games than I have. I have uh, I was told Monticello was the team to beat in Section 9 in, in hoops. You guys have opinions? Well, considering I've only seen Goshen play on tape here, and uh, and I haven't seen it, I, I just don't know what, what some of the players opt in out. I think Walkill's going to be all right. I think they got a couple of really good players. Walkill has a few really good players coming but, back from last year. Yeah. Minisink. Is you know they only lost one or two guys. Right. They have a really good returning That's core. Yeah. I know Russo's got you know he he graduated some really good players, um, but their JV squad had some decent guys on it, and um, and they, you know like they, they just have a lot of talent up there. Is it, is it Carriera? What's the kid? The Spanish kid who has been starting since a freshman. He's back as a senior. He's going to be one of the better players in yeah. the UCL. I can't think. You know his name off the top of your head? The guard from where? Monticello. Monticello. Um, oh, in my grade? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Jordan, right? Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, he's yeah, good. He's but his last, that's his first name. His last name is. Uh, oh. All right. So, so, anyway, it, so yeah. we'll get through that. You know, we'll learn a little bit yeah. more. The season ends soon. We'll see. But that's what I was well, told. None of, the, none of the double A's are hardly playing. And I see Pine Bush just got in. Oh, okay. so they beat somebody the other night. Uh, Pine Bush, uh, they beat VC. VC and yeah. then they just lost to Warwick, though. Yeah, okay. which wow. and you guys beat Warwick, right? In, yeah. in OT. Well, they so, got a new coach because Steven's not coaching. Steven's not coaching this year. Stephen, no, it's not coaching. No, he stepped down. Yeah, because of COVID, or uh, who knows? Or just decided. Knows? I know he's been doing a lot of breath. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Dick, let's get to college hoops then. Okay. And I, I just want to give you one Nick rumor I just saw on Twitter. Um, the Knicks may have interest, and New Orleans may have interest in moving Eric Bledsoe's contract. Um, Bledsoe's a two-way player. I mean, I think right now it's just a big rumor, but I, I, I wouldn't, depending on, again, you're not giving up much, I would take on Bledsoe. Yeah, but then, now we're going to have three point guards, basically. You know, if Quickly, Rose, and... Uh... I, listen, I don't want to anoint Quickly. Uh, I like Quickly's position right now, coming off the bench, and I like him coming off the bench with D. Rose. Bledsoe could, you know, I'd rather have Bledsoe than Alfred Payton. That's you mean my start point. Rose and Bledsoe? Is that what you're no, I'm about? saying start Bledsoe and still go to the bench with Rose and Pickley. It depends. It depends. Yeah, well, on what let me want. put it this way: they can't get enough good players, right. as far as I'm okay. concerned. Okay, so we agree. Yeah. Uh, Dick, college hoops, and you know we we're both on the same page with Gonzaga. We're both on the same page with Baylor. We have both knocked the Big Ten, and I'm going to knock them again, despite the fact. Listen to this. Here's your top ten. Your top 10 is Gonzaga, Baylor, and then you go, look at this, Michigan, Ohio State, Illinois, 
Iowa, all in the top 10 Big Ten schools. But Michigan, I'm not, if they're a one seed, they're going to be the first one to go out. Michigan's 14 and one. The only team they've played this year is they play Ohio State on 221. I don't know how they've done it. They've been on pause, but they have not played a top 10 team this year. Uh, didn't they just play uh, played Illinois the other night, didn't they? Or No, Wisconsin. They played Wisconsin yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, and they're not in the top ten anymore. Well, they're, eight, they're 18th. Okay. All right. But, um, here, See, I'm flip-flopping with you. Every week I think the Big 12 may be better than then I think the Big 10 because – I think, I think the Big Ten is the most competitive. I think the Big 12 is the best. And I'm going to tell you the team, I was on Texas. I still am, but not nearly as much as I was. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. Here's the team I think we both will agree on, that nobody's going to want to play in the NCAA tournament. No one's going to want to play Bob Huggins' West Virginia team. No, or Oklahoma either. Or Oklahoma. Yeah. West Virginia lost to Gonzaga by five. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The only big team that came close. They beat Texas Tech twice. And West Virginia-Texas Tech has to be one of the ugliest games you could possibly watch because you're talking two of the best defenses around. Really? They beat Kansas, and they lost in double overtime the other night to Oklahoma. West Virginia is a pain in the ass. You do not want to play them, and you probably can get 25-1 to 1 in the NCAA tournament with West Virginia. Well, you know what? These things are so much open the air. Who's playing? Who's opting out? The Duke kid, the best player on Duke, opted out. He opted out. Yeah, yeah, yeah yesterday, to tonight, last night. Right. Yes. Jalen Johnson quit. Yeah, huh? he, he opted yeah. out. He opted out because he doesn't think that they're going to even make the. They probably won't. So he doesn't, doesn't some, see some, the need. He's some of these the teams, you know, Iona's just now back playing. Uh, some of these teams haven't played in months, and you don't know what's going to happen between now and then. They're talking about these new variants and things like that. But leave that, leave that out of it. Last night I started to watch Florida State and Virginia. Florida State beat them by 21. Which is surprising because Virginia beat North Carolina the night before and allowed 48 points. And I want to say 21 in the first half. And the thing of it is, Florida State always has a great regular season record. They get in the tournament and, uh, you know, sometimes they advance a little bit in the ACC tournament. But they rarely advance in the national no, tournament. They're, they're lucky if they go two they, rounds. They got as good a players as they are in the country. And and I think he's a good coach. He's a great recruiter, obviously. Is Houston real, Dick? No. No? I don't think so. Okay. They got, who, they got beat by uh, SMU? Yes. No, it was SMU. I think it was SMU the other night. They just haven't. I'm not sure about that conference at all. Okay. But uh, I watched them play a little bit, and I wasn't really impressed. Dick you know, could, some of the things that are disappointing, I will say. Like Auburn's disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there were Tennessee wins one, loses one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the SEC, like Kentucky, is so far out of it, it's oh. not even funny. Then Brutal. Missouri, the same thing. I thought Missouri was going to be, they're in and out of it. But I don't know. Dick, let me ask yeah. you this question. If you I, know what I think it's a sleeper is Memphis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I'll get to this other team in a mm-hmm. second. But again, this whole argument, Big Ten, Big 12. Tomorrow night, let me make this up Oklahoma is playing. Illinois. Right. Who do you like in the game? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, let me give you. Missouri is playing Michigan. Where? I don't care. There's no. Okay. Whatever Mich- you want Mich- to be. Michigan. You do? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, Texas Tech is playing Iowa. Ooh. Texas Tech. My point, you see where I'm going. Yeah, I do. I, I just. Do. West I Virginia is playing. Uh, Wisconsin. Ohio State. State. Yeah, I like West Virginia to beat Ohio State. Yeah, I just like the I like the play of the Big Twelve much more. It's not a knock on the Big Ten. I think they're very competitive. Yeah. I think they could beat each other on any given night. But I'll take the Big Twelve. And it's amazing. This could be the first year since any one of us have been alive, except for Dick, that Kansas doesn't win the Big Twelve. Really? Because really? Uh, you know, da- taxes, death, and Bill mm-hmm. Self winning the. Uh, and they got Big they 12, yeah. they got back in the top twenty five. They beat. The, they actually upset somebody. Uh, Who they play? No, no, they beat Iowa State. That yeah. Was, uh, now that was I, no I ask you the same question every week, and we're getting deeper into the season. North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas. Um, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, Indiana. Who has the run in them? Any of them? Yeah, I think North Carolina. North Carolina out of that group. I yeah. think North Carolina. If I think Carolina like gets in. Yeah. I think they're going to be a 12 seed. That's yeah. that's you know, but it's just amazing this college basketball season when you got Duke sitting on the outside. I think USC has a very good team this year, and I wanted to ask you because I'm sure you've they, watched. They are good. The brothers, are, the Mobley brothers, they're very good. Yeah, they're very good. But I don't think they have. 
I don't think they're deep enough to make that kind okay. of a run. What about Clayton? See, they, they win one and then they – I mean, they're 18 and 5 or some damn thing. I yeah. don't say they win one and lose one, but they, they lose where I don't think they should have lost the, the game. Like Drake the other night got beat by uh, – Loyola, Chicago, and, and then beat them by one. Yeah, and Loyola, Chicago's in the top – they're 18 and 4 and 18. They're, they're two very good teams. Yeah. They're two very good – I could see if you want to pick – if you want to make a bet, if you can get bet teams into the final four, I would bet my money on Drake and, and take both of them. Not both of them getting there, but one of them getting there. I can't believe what's his name, Porter. Who's the head coach of Loyola? Porter. Come on, Porter. I can't believe he's still there. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, he had that run in the Final Four a few right? years ago. Yeah, and, you know that's a good program. Yeah, very good. Very um, good. other than that, listen, it's still. I want to see Gonzaga be- this yeah. week. I mean, they're on pause, but you're going to have Baylor. Baylor's going to start getting into some big time yeah. games soon. They they have to play each other. That game has been rescheduled. I'm just twice. It's sometimes this month. It's yeah. sometimes this month, and I maybe this coming weekend. But one of them is going to be with a loss here shortly if the game comes off. But I'm 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 really concerned about some of these teams not entering their own tournaments. Now, are they going to get overlooked for not going? I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought at, at some point they might just decide to scrap the conference tournaments. But then how do you uh, right into the NCAA? Then, then that puts a lot on the uh, selection committee. You're going to have a lot of angry teams. Is St. John's getting in? They could be. They could be. They, They're right there. They, they need that tournament. They moved into a They playing well. So does Carolina. They moved into yeah. They moved into the at least honorable mention St. Right. John's. Yeah. Where they, weren't, they haven't been honorable mention. Well, they had a big win. They beat Nova. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk more college hoops next week. Dick, um, uh, as far as hot stove, um, you know, the Mets, last week when we were sitting here, we all thought Bauer was going to the Mets. It was reported the Mets had a deal with Bauer. They did not get him. Um, I think I like the Villar signing. They had another good signing today in Pilar to yep. play center field, you know, to come off the bench. Oh, did they? Yes. Um, and there's still talk. I do think the Mets are going to do something at third base. I think they report, pitch the catcher's report. Today. Today, right? Yankees or, reported today, Mets, Mets tomorrow. tomorrow. But I do think third base is going to be something that they're going to – I think it could be Chris Bryant. I would give up quite a bit for Matt Chapman. I would give up a lot to get Matt Chapman. I mean, there's some third baseman out. But I don't hear about him in any trade talks. No, there's he, a thing after, today. After you said it last week, I kind of looked, tried to follow him a little bit. I didn't hear much about him in trade talks. There's there's a there's a little bit on it today. Because I just traded uh, – they just get rid of him. They made a trade with somebody yesterday, I thought, and it wasn't him. I don't know, but I mean, uh, there there is talk. Here it is, right here. Yeah, the um, Mets are out there wheeling and dealing. They're looking. At I, I mean, I think they're gonna. If does Chris Bryant make you nervous at all? Uh, Compared know, to J.D. Davis, I would take Chris Bryant. But Chris yeah, Bryant no. is not the star he once was. No, no, no and he no, hasn't he, had a great year since seventeen. Hey, but if you could hit him six in that line, no. Yeah. But are you familiar with Matt Chapman? Yeah, Matt Chapman's solid. Matt Chapman is a younger Nolan Arenado. I mean, he he probably slides into the five slot yeah. in that lineup, and Bryant slides into the six. But slot. would Oakland listen? I, I listen. The A's listen all the time because in two years they're going to have to pay the guy. Right, and if, if, they can get if enough, you could get if they if get the Oakland A's could get uh, J.D. Davis or Jeff McNeil, and and some prospects that are controllable. I think the A's might listen, and I would do that. I would have to – I would trade McNeil. It, McNeil's not going to stop me from getting Matt Chapman. No, no. You know? How does they engage? They've yeah. engaged about him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's it. Anything else you want to add here? I mean, the, the Yankees, uh, Red Gardner, I mean, if they bring him back, they bring him back. They signed Jay Bruce. Um, to me, Gardner's more of a, you know – Sign that one year, one day contract, retire as a Yankee. Yeah, the Yanks are a wait and see kind of part right now. I, I don't even know what the Yankees really are. Their pitching staff is full of question marks. Yeah, Offensively, it's, it's just a matter of staying healthy. Yeah. Um, they're going to score plenty of runs. Their Absolutely. bullpen is good. Um, that, that, that's it. Could be a lot of nine, eight games in the Bronx. This year. Yeah, I mean the Dodgers are loaded. That team scares me. Yeah. Dodgers are loaded, yeah. and they just returned uh, Justin Turner. Yeah. Boy, talk about two guys the Mets gave up on early. Justin Turner early. And Daniel Murphy. The Mets just didn't want to pay Murph. We'll be back next week. Hopefully the Gladiators sit at four or five and one. And we'll get we'll have someone in here. Uh, maybe a Monticello guy. 
or uh, or someone else. And uh, hey, we, we also got, kids. Yep, and we also got to talk some girls basketball next I, week. I guess uh, the gladiators don't practice; they just play games anymore, huh? You got so many games. <laughs> no, I mean we had practice today, but luckily, but, yeah. yeah you play tomorrow? Yeah, we play tomorrow and then Friday. Who do you play so, tomorrow? Uh, we go at uh, home against Cornwall. Okay. Okay. Be yeah, and that one will be on NFHS. Yeah, I'm network. sure I'll the Cornwall that. coaching staff is very happy Ryan Lutz will not be playing in that game. <laughs> sure, we'll be yeah. back he next. Looks, we'll be back next week. Awesome. <laughs>